and it is 9.06, and you're listening to KOPN Columbia. This is Community Pulse, your local report and update on the coronavirus situation here in mid-Missouri. Uh, all of our episodes are posted online at kopn.org, and you can also find them on our Facebook page, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. It's almost an entire year now that we've been producing Community Pulse and filling in uh, the holes in the local reporting on the coronavirus situation here. You know, community radio is agile and adaptive, unlike uh, many mainstream media outlets, and we are so fortunate to be blessed with the participation of Dr. Elizabeth Alleman, local family physician and host of Your Health Matters, who joins us now on the line. Good morning, Dr. Alleman. Good morning, Tim. I am so glad to be a part of KOPN. And a part of um, whatever my part can be in in creating and sustaining community resilience. But I just want to, before we get started, I just want to say that KOPN and my ability to do this work has been a part of my resilience. Having an outlet, uh, having a way to do meaningful work has really helped me individually get through, and I couldn't be more grateful. So... um, we seem to be having um, ongoing good news with numbers, which is just making me happy that in the bird song are working together. Um, sadly, we did have another um, death, and so we're up to 80 deaths in Boone County. Um, we are, you know, the numbers um, on the 5th, which is Friday, so the numbers are low enough that the health department is not reporting weekend numbers anymore, which I'm happy about, that the numbers are low enough. So on Friday, it was 12 cases. On Thursday, it was 26. And our average case numbers are, um, it's around 10, uh, no, 14. And we haven't seen those kinds of numbers since July. So um, we're also seeing uh, positivity rates uh, staying low. Uh, we haven't had positivity rates. Um, uh, it's now 10, so below 20% uh, in a long time, again, since July or August. And uh, that's not where we need to be. Positivity rates, um, public health folks say if we're going to be successful in um, uh, testing, treating, and uh, isolating, we would need to have positivity rates more like 5 or 4%, which means we're testing everybody. Um, so... Um, uh, the, the numbers are continue to look favorable. The Missouri sewer shed data continues to look favorable. And we continue to be vaccinating people at a pretty rapid pace. It's not as high as what some people would like. Um, but uh, to be vaccinating at this point in the pandemic and to be vaccinating this effectively is good news. But um, it's in Missouri, this is an interesting and um, important week of availability. So right now we're near, we're ending the time where only uh, phase 1A and let's see if I can get these things right. And phase 1B tier one are um, and two, tier two. So we're, we're doing phase 1A, which was mainly hospital workers and um, folks who live in um, uh, nursing homes and those who uh, work there. And then phase one, then, then we went to phase uh, 1B, which the tier one is first responders, emergency services, public health. Phase 1B, tier two is high-risk individuals. And, and the state says that on Monday, on the 15th, they will open up tier three. And I want to talk, talk about that in a little bit, but I want to also emphasize that this is an important week 
for everybody who's already qualifies in the current tiers to go ahead and get vaccinated because we're at a point where there's a little bit of a lull in the activity. The people who are really eager in those tiers have been vaccinated. And so there are almost no lines. There are more vaccines and vaccinators than there are people who want to get vaccinated at many of these um, events. And um, so this is an important week. If you qualify, if you want to be vaccinated and you qualify under the current tiers, um, and we're going to review those, then this is a time to get vaccinated. If you signed up somewhere and haven't heard, I don't know, maybe it's in your spam box, maybe something got lost, this is not a time to wait to get contacted. This is a time to lean forward and to get a vaccine. And if you are a person who would like to vaccinate on standby, um, that is, you'd love to be vaccinated if there are extra doses hanging around, then this is a good week to do that, too. I imagine that opportunity may go away for permanently or at least temporarily once we open up this large third tier. If you are a teacher and in, in uh, pre-K through 12, so child care workers, uh, K through t- child care workers qualify under the Missouri plan. I'm sorry, I'm making this too complicated. If you are a teacher in K through 12, <clears throat> and that is defined fairly broadly. So if you volunteer in a school, if you, if you are a person who runs special programs in a school, you're qualified as a teacher. And under the federal guidelines, you qualify. In Missouri, you do not. And Missouri has seemed to be very um, committed to keeping teachers out of their current uh, tier uh, of people who are vaccinated, although they have added clergy. Um, But so teachers cannot get vaccinated at state sites. So they can't get vaccinated at local pharmacies, although I love local pharmacies and I love to support them. They are getting their vaccines through the state. So they're having to follow state rules. Any, um, any, any event held at MU or organized by the National Guard, even though the word national is in their name, they are a state organization and they are following state guidelines. So those are places for people who currently qualify and who are not teachers. And, but if you are a teacher, you could go to a national pharmacy. So things like Walmart and Sam's Clubs and Hy-Vee's in Columbia in, and in Missouri getting their vaccines directly from the federal government. And so they are following federal guidelines and our president is married to a teacher. And I'm not sure why, but the, t- the federal guidelines include teachers. So if you're a teacher and want to get vaccinated, this is your week. It doesn't mean you can't get vaccinated next week, but it's going to be harder for you to get an appointment. Um, there is a website called vaccinespotter.org, and the, um, it was created by um, a gentleman by the name of Nick Murder, and he will be Ginny's guest on Wednesday, who can say more about um, that website. But that is a place to go to and you fill it, put in your state, and then it has a map and it shows you where there are vaccine appointments available, and you can sign up for a vaccine appointment if you're a teacher. You, you can sign up if you otherwise qualify, but that is a great place for the teachers and, and uh, the, the people who are in the current tiers. So have I said anything that sounds too confusing, Tim? No, I think that's all clear. I've, I've heard from some of the education community that, you know, a lot of the appointments are during times when, when teachers are working. Um, are there appointments in the evenings and on the weekends? What's the availability like? 
There are appointments on the evenings and weekends, and as you can imagine, um, those fill up quickly. And it is it is indeed difficult for because teachers, of course, have a hard time taking the day off. Um, I would love to hear that. The, the, I, it's my understanding that um, the rumor is that most of the teachers in the Columbia Public Schools who want to be vaccinated have helped each other and have figured out how to get vaccinated. Um, but I think there are some people who don't realize that they qualify as an educator, like um, a friend of mine who um, teaches music part-time in a school. Mm-hmm. That is considered an educator. Uh, people who coordinate, say, debate clubs or tournaments are often considered educators. And so if you want, I would encourage people to, to define it broadly. But, yeah, so the new um, appointments tend to open up at midnight, which is unfortunate. Teachers, I know, need their sleep. But if you are a teacher or you love a teacher who hasn't gotten a vaccine yet, you might set your alarm clock for 11.45 and get up and watch the, the site at midnight. Um, you may have to dri- tr- drive some. Um, there are there the vaccine distribution tends to be um, unequal in that rural uh, counties and communities are being favored over urban ones. And so, if you are a teacher in St. Louis, Kansas City, or Columbia, or Jeff City, you may have to drive a bit. But you know, like to Fulton or to um, Fayette or Boonville. Um, the people who live in those communities often drive to Columbia. I, it's sort of hard to think of it in the reverse, and I wish it weren't true. But uh, ideally, we would just be vaccinating people in the schools, but we're not. So if you're a teacher, you can go to vaccinespotter.org and get yourself an appointment. So um, so the current – so I wanted to go through um, who qualifies. I think there's some people who don't realize they qualify. So phase 1A, so that was the first group we vaccinated, is hospital personnel, skilled nursing facilities, personnel and residents, intermediate care facilities, personnel and residents, assisted living facilities, personnel and residents, residential care facilities, personnel and residents, and state veterans homes. And that's where the, the state has made a clarification that clergy who minister to people in these places um, and long-term care facilities and congregate facilities or hospitals are eligible for vaccination now. So uh, clergy who do that work. And can I just say, I am not encouraging anybody to be dishonest, but no one is checking your criteria at the vaccination sites. It's my understanding that you go in and you, you just affirm that that's who you are and you get a vaccine. So I think that some people are worried that mm, if they ask more questions, am I going to really qualify? I think if you in your heart of hearts believe that you fit that definition, then I hope that, that you will get an appointment this week. And if you meet these criteria, I am asking people to go to the, the smaller pharmacies, MU, um, or a, a, an event hosted by the National Guard. And there is one in Columbia on Friday this week. So you can get a vaccine without bumping off a teacher by do it going through the state if you qualify under the state uh, criteria. Oh, that's great also, information to know. Do you know where that uh, event is on Friday in Columbia, Dr. Alleman? It's at MU somewhere. Okay. It is being coordinated at MU, and I, I, I can, but we'll put the, I'll send you a link and we'll put that in the show notes. Home health, hospice, dialysis centers, urgent care. Um, vaccinator staff and those administered COVID testing, 
congregate community health care settings, staff and residents, including Department of Mental Health contracted settings and adult daycares. So any place people come together for health, whether it's for mental health or physical health, counts as healthcare workers. So those people who are getting their care there, who live there, and who people who are care. So DMH licensed and certified residential settings, daycare programs, adult daycares, intermediate care facilities for individuals with intellectual disabilities. Um, so, uh, yeah, everybody who is taking, providing health care or getting health care in a group setting, in, in an institution, uh, you know, where, where there's more than one person there together should be qualifying. And the state list, covidvaccine.mo.gov, has lists of full eligibility. Um, EMS and high-risk non-congregate health care, including clinics, physicians, and home health providers. So all of those people. Um, In-home care, including family caregivers. So if you are a family member or a household member and you provide care to a person who has physical or mental health um, conditions, you qualify as a health care provider. You don't have to be paid to be doing this. If you volunteer someplace, you qualify. If, yeah. Um, all remaining patient-facing health care providers, including but not limited to health care workers in emergency shelters, dental offices, school nurses, pharmacies, public health clinics, mental behavioral health programs, uh, providers, and correctional centers. So optometrists, dentists, pharmacists, K-12 nurses, local public health agency personnel, mental and behavioral health providers, not included in the other groups, medical personnel in correctional settings and emergency shelters, medical transportation providers, also a full eligibility list. So that's phase 1A. You know, these are people who were the first people in your Facebook page feed to say, I got a vaccine. So those people qualified a while ago. Many of us got vaccinated in January or February. And... Um, they're still qualify, and if you haven't gotten a vaccine yet and you want one, this is your week. You can still get it later. It's just going to be much easier this week. Like, it's, you know, it's off-season. Um, then phase 1B um, is uh, first responders, emergency services, public health infrastructure. Uh, and that's Tier 1. Um, and Tier 2 is high-risk individuals, anyone age 65 or older, any adults with cancer, chronic kidney disease, heart conditions, weakened immune systems due to organ transplant, severe obesity, BMI over 40, pregnancy, sickle cell disease, type 2 diabetes, or individuals with intellectual and or developmental disabilities such as Down syndrome, autism, attention deficit disorder. If you have an intellectual or developmental disability, you qualify to get vaccinated. And who we're about to open up is education, child care, communication sector employees. So that means everybody associated with KOPN may qualify. Dam sector, energy sector, food and agriculture, government, information technology, nuclear reactors, materials and waste sector, transportation systems, water and wastewater system sector. That's a lot of people are going to qualify on Monday a week from today. So if you, would if you qualify and you would like to get a vaccine, this is your week. If you're willing to do standby vaccination and you want to arrive at, a, at an event uh, to see if they have leftover vaccines, this is your week. They are unlikely to have leftover vaccines for many weeks starting on Monday. So that's what I wanted to say. So this is the week to be proactive. 
waiting. I keep hearing people say, well, I signed up in all the places. I'm waiting to hear back. Mm -hmm. Somehow that system is not working perfectly. Many people are getting an appointment, but many people are not. If you signed up, if you believe you qualify and you haven't gotten contacted, I mean, check your spam folder and do all the things, but then get on the get an appointment. Like, don't wait. If you want a vaccine, if you don't want a vaccine, I'm not going to pressure you. But if you want a vaccine, let, this is your week. Yep. Well, thank you so much uh, for filling us in on all of that, Dr. Allman. And again, we're going to be posting those links. So that was, uh, was it vaccinespotter.org? Vaccinespotter.org. Mm-hmm. And Nick Murder, the developer of that amazing resource, is going to be on Jenny's show, the show with Jenny on Wednesday. Yep. And we'll share those links yeah. in the show notes and on our Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, we're going to wrap up just a little bit early here, take a short break, and then we'll be back uh, with Dr. Alleman, if you're willing to hang on the line. Uh, We're going to talk a little bit about KOPN and what makes it so special. And then at 9.30, we'll be turning the tables. So do stay tuned. Uh, This is KOPN Columbia, Community Pulse. Thanks for listening.